0: You are now tuned in to Music, Men, and My Mental with your host, C DeVone, attacking all things, career, relationship, and your overall health. Let's get to it. Let's start the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am honored and enthusiastic to have this guest on the show today. I'm going to have her introduce herself, but... I just want y'all to know that we are going to talk about some things about switching and pivoting and quitting and what we're going to do. And she has such an interesting story, but
1: introducing Ayana Angel to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Crystal. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Happy to have this chat and I'm ready to get into it. Um, Do you want me to introduce myself? Please introduce yourself because
0: (laughs) normally I'll do the intro like pre-recorded and I'm like, you know what? We, before we started, we were just talking about like, you know what? It's one of those days and I just want to yes. have fun and just be lighthearted today. So yeah, introduce yourself the way you want to be introduced. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so much pressure. Okay. Like Crystal said, my name is Ayana Angel. I'm a former sports entertainment publicist turned traditionally published author so I quit my life in sports entertainment to write this book. Um, ended up going on an amazing journey where I moved to London and traveled and had some wonderful experiences so that I could try and figure out a life that was more in line with my ideas of success. And since then, I have published a couple books. Um, I'm the author of this book called Quit Playing Small. I am the host of the Switch, Pivot, or Quit podcast, which obviously translates or correlates to my personal experiences. And then I also founded a media company called Maisie Media, where we produce podcasts specifically by women that mostly women listen to. And And that's who I am in a nutshell professionally. I
0: love it. So let's just dive in. So this story, you were successful and still are successful in PR, right? And then you just decided, Mm um, it's time to quit. And then you just get up and go
1: like, (laughs) let's go into that story. Sure. So Mm -hmm. I didn't decide right away that I was going to quit. It was a process in that, I started to realize at a certain point that PR wasn't going to be everything for me and that as I got older, there were certain things that were required of a publicist that I just didn't want to do anymore that I also didn't feel like, (laughs) yes, exactly. Cold calling, all those types of things. I felt like it just didn't fit my personality. You know, I I love all my publicists out there, but you have to be slightly annoying and I just don't feel like that's me. And so I started to to try and figure out other things that I could could do and that I wanted to do. And one of the things I had a jewelry business on the side for a number of years myself and my co-creator. We did all these jewelry pieces and created all these accessories and stuff and uh, amazingly, um, our earrings were worn by Beyonce in her um, "We Like to Party" video, so that was an exciting moment. Um, yeah, they were featured in Italian Vogue, which was pretty dope. A lot of different people wore them: Alicia Keys, you know, Marcia Ambrosius, like amazing people. And so that gave me that tap into the creativity that I felt like I wanted to be using. And it showed me what else could be possible out there. And it also gave me that intro into sort of like this freelance world, because a lot of the people that we were working with, they were doing this stuff full time, whether it be photographers, stylists, you know, other publicists, stuff like that. And so I was just like, you know what, this is really interesting to me to be able to sort of like operate in a space that feels more true to you. So that was me sort of having this intro into what else could be. And then I eventually started on this quest to just figure out, okay, if you're not going to be a publicist anymore, what are you going to do? What comes naturally to you? What works for you? What can you make money doing? Like, what makes sense? And that's how I ended up going along this path of starting this writing career. And a part of the reason that I chose that was because if you're paying attention to the feedback that people are giving you about who you are and how you show up and your strengths, that was something that just kept coming up how my creative writing just amazed people as well as my way of putting words together. I thought it was normal. I didn't think that there was anything different about it. But as I really started to pay attention and have that self-awareness, I started to realize, okay, maybe there is something here more than I know, and maybe I need to try it out. So while I was working, I just started taking creative writing classes, dialogue writing classes, all these things. I started creating the outline for this book that I wanted to write because I knew I had always wanted to write a book. And then I just started taking all the steps necessary to sort of like see this through and make it happen. And I did that while I was working my nine to five. And eventually I got to the end process where I was getting my book edited. And I said, you know what? This is the time now for me to go. And it was really me taking a chance. I had nothing lined up. Nothing was solid and secure, but I I believed in myself. Mm. I knew that I was going to get this book traditionally published and nobody was going to tell me otherwise. And I just took a chance on myself. And luckily I'm grateful and I'm blessed because it, it all worked out.
0: Wow. That's great. So did you finish writing it in London? Or like, what was that process like to just get up and go and just live abroad?
1: Yeah, no, I actually finished writing it in Harlem. Mm -hmm. I, I waited until I had this book deal secure before I left to go to London. So it was sort of like a sequence of events. I got this offer to publish the book and I got this book deal. And then I said, you know what? I'm transitioning roommates right now, so I could either find another roommate and stay in New York and just do what I've been doing, or I could leave and have a whole nother experience and just like really go out there and live this life that I want to live, you know, have some wonderful experiences. And so that's how I ended up in London. I called one of my good girlfriends, and at the time, it's funny, she had just... She had moved to London. She had been there about three years from New York, and we weren't super close when she was in New York, but that was the only person that I knew in London. And so I called her and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about coming. Should I come? And she's like, if you are going to be open to a new world and new ways of doing things, come. If you're going to expect the comforts of the U.S. and compare everything to the States, Don't even bother. And so I was like, I'm open. So (laughs) I can't, I went and that's one of my really good close girlfriends. Now, oh my gosh, we had the most amazing time. I didn't go and live with her, but we just spent so much time together. We traveled all these places together and it was just an amazing experience. But I did finalize the cover for my first book, which is called Preseason Love. I finalized the cover in Madrid Spain. I was by myself, and I was in this little bitty hotel room that you can't even imagine because it's built for just one person, but it was super cute. Very European. Very European. Yes, very (laughs) European. Exactly. And I remember getting the cover, and I had to have them make some tweaks, but I was just so... Overwhelmed and excited because I was like, this is real now. Now that they are giving me the cover for approval, this is happening. So I didn't finish writing the book in London or overseas, but I definitely finalized the process, if you will.
0: Gotcha, you, gotcha, you, gotcha. You. How cool is that? So, w- what was the first book about?
1: The first book, uh, "Preseason Love," is about an emotionally conflicted sports publicist who has this great life and this great boyfriend, but she doesn't really know how to receive him being great because she's not used to that, and so she ends up cheating on him is with this a about professional you? athlete. <laughs> way every everybody always wants to know that but the reality is you have to take some big pieces it, it, from it it's fiction it's fiction and so you know like you 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 take from it what you want but you also realize that every story comes from somewhere right
0: Absolutely I mean yeah, yeah. I mean so <laughs> so good segue so the, the whole purpose of this podcast is the balance of your career relationships and your overall health right? So mm-hmm. when you say something as impactful as, you know, switch, pivot, or quit, like, I mean, those are some choices right there. <laughs> right. And you decided to, I guess you did it back you. You quit, then you did the pivot, then you did the switch, huh? So <laughs> Right? So, <laughs> sort of something like that. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So when it comes to your career, so, I mean, you know, the elephant that's in the room, around the room, and all in the room is Corona right now, Right. And uh-huh. when it comes to doing something like, you know, switch, pivot, quitting, during Corona, what? before we even dive into <laughs> the career part, the relationship part, the health part, like, it's it's so hard to just do it naturally. Now you got Corona on top of things. Like, what advice do you even think about making such changes during this season, you know?
1: hmm. I think this is an interesting time. And I think the main thing that you need to do if you're entertaining some type of change right now is assessing where you are realistically, where you are with your own mental space. Where you are with your capacity, where you are with your lifestyle and the ability for change, and where you are with your skill sets. Assessing all of those things so that you can make a realistic choice and decision at this period in time. There are some industries and there are some professions and you know, um, spaces where they're thriving right now in this time. If that's something that you were considering going into, maybe this is the time for you to make that switch, for you to look into something new. But then there are also other spaces who are really having a hard time. Mm -hmm. So maybe your entry into it is a little bit more gentle. You know, I do these pick my brain sessions, and I was having a session with a young lady yesterday, and she has a nine to five and she's not looking to be an entrepreneur, but she is looking to do something on the side that is sort of in line. That's transferable skills with what she does in her nine to five. But I was just talking her through it and saying, look, Because you're secure and you have a paycheck coming in, a lot of these people that you want to help on the side, they have been severely impacted by the coronavirus and this pandemic and everybody having to stay at home. Their business has been impacted. So instead of you thinking about this as a way to go in and make some more money on the side, why don't you tap into the fact that you you just want to do this anyway, And you do want to help, but you also want to make money. So start off with a trial basis. Think about how grateful these people would be if they're going through this turmoil right now trying to figure out where revenue is going to come from in their business and then you come in and you're almost like a savior and you have all these great ideas and things to bring to the table that they didn't even know they needed if you come to them in this really really vulnerable time and you pull through for them and you help them figure out ways to generate revenue guess what That's going to make your case even stronger when you're pitching them three months from now saying, let's turn this into a paid contract situation. Mm -hmm. So I think you also just have to have an awareness and be sensitive to what other people may be going through and then consider what you're going through or what you bring to the table as well. I don't think there's any cookie cutter way that we can approach any of this because this is new territory for everyone. I think just having that self-awareness and also an awareness of what's going on around you, that will be beneficial right now.
0: Oh, absolutely. Such sound advice, you know, uh, cause you know, you know, you know, just dive into it. Like what if you're looking for a job right now and you know, I mean, mm-hmm. at least I would say 50% of, you know, Places are not hiring, you know, but the ones that are, are thriving. And, um, you know, it's it's very easy to get discouraged naturally just applying to jobs. But right. now when you're like, oh, wait, so this is going to be, like, no one's going to, you know, and I have seen people get mm-hmm. new jobs now. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I think, you know, the question I was going to answer is, like, how can we um think about our careers during this time frame when it's time to apply and you kind of said something about like realizing the skills that you have you know and I think what someone told me that was helpful was like when you see a job that you like whether Mm -hmm. you qualify or not just see like softwares that you actually um that they're required to have or the Mm -hmm. skills that they're required to have and then just kind of learn them you know there's a lot of linkedin learning etc
1: um but Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of platforms and colleges and things like that that are offering extension programs and certifications complementary right now because they understand the times that we're in. And it only benefits everybody to have people that are skilled and qualified being able to contribute to society. So I think everyone's on the same page in that people are in a more of a space of giving right now than trying to be takers. But I I do think you you bring up a very good point in that so many of us look at a job description and we think, oh, I'm not qualified. But this is that time to approach applying for any job like a mediocre white man. You need Mm -hmm. to just apply because Mm -hmm. guess what? You don't know exactly what they're looking for. Maybe there's some other things on your resume that stand out that they know that they're in need of right now. It just doesn't hurt you to take a chance at this point. It never hurts you to take a chance anyway at any point in time. But so many of us are held back by that that fear of like, what if I don't measure up? Why would they ever call me back? Okay, but just try it anyway because you never know. And what's going to happen? They're going to post on a bulletin board that you applied for a job you weren't qualified for and they didn't give it to you? No. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever going to even know about it. It won't even make a drop in the bucket. So you might as well just apply apply anyway
0: right 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 which goes to the title that you call yourself as and i cannot say it properly i think something's wrong with the alliteration and like things like that so as a chief encourager i cannot say yes. i cannot you say, got it i cannot. <laughs> i can say encourage but i can't say encourager like I, it's encouraging com- you got though. Not out my mouth properly you know but <laughs> like how do you how can you stay encouraged right now you know yeah you can learn you can Try, and you're talking to someone, and I'm saying you as in like in general, we're talking to mm-hmm. people who, assuming that have great time management skills, because we listen. <laughs> it's been two months in this quarantine, and I'm like, I'm going to do this cookbook. I'm going to drop this baby. <laughs> I literally took the scale. The first day of quarantine, took a photo and was like, yo, I'm about to drop this baby weight. I don't have a baby, by the way. And I'm about to drop this baby weight, and I'm about to be summertime fine. And now every post is like, I love carbs. Carbs are good. You know, because I found, I found comfort in eating. And yeah. it's like, how can we stay encouraged, you know, during these time frames, especially in your careers when you're like, all right, the obvious is, yeah, you you gained weight, but the more obvious is like, oh, the lights are still going to get cut off, or my landlord is definitely, he's sending a mm-hmm. new, uh, what is it, it just did like a, a lease renewal. And I'm like, you're kidding me, Sir. you think anyone, <laughs> I'm not signing this. It's like, this is like Mercury and retrograde times too. You know how they say, don't sign anything in Mercury and retrograde. Don't start relationships. I'm like, don't do anything during the corona. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So how, how can we stay encouraged? Maybe like... Two or three, like tidbits of just mm-hmm. like encouragement right now. As a chief encourager, I cannot say. Sure, it. I'm gonna say chief motivator. <laughs>
1: you have it though. You have it though. You're thinking about it too much. Chief encourager, you got it. You got it. When the New York accent comes out, it's
0: like I can't tuck
1: it in, and it's just some things I'm just like encourager. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just there. <laughs> I love it though. Um, I would say some of the things that I that resonate with me because I find myself being not so motivated sometimes too, especially in a day or days that feel like Groundhog's Day, where just like every day feels the same, except maybe you put on a different pair of comfortable clothes. Um, I one of the things that I really look forward to. My friends and I have been doing weekly Zoom calls, and I really look forward to those because it's also a connection point that I feel like we almost didn't have before because we're seeing each other so often now and, uh, and like two of them are married with children so it's like their schedules can be crazy just in regular life so having that that support of your friends and being able to just have conversations about things that matter to you catching up on random stuff as well it just feels like a good outlet and sometimes it's not just about what am I doing in my career it's like what Am I doing for myself to make myself feel good? And if that's something that makes you feel good, do more of that. You know, it's not always about what are the tactical things that you can do from a career standpoint to motivate you in the right direction. Sometimes you just need a breather, sometimes you just need to check out or, you know, like zone out and not have that weight of the world on your shoulders. So, To stay encouraged, that's definitely one of the things that I do. Also having accountability people, people who kind of know what's on your plate and what you're aiming to do and not someone that's going to like hound you because this is not the time for us to be hounded and for us to feel all this unnecessary pressure, but someone that's just going to give you that light nudge or just ask you a question that's going to make you say, hmm, I did forget to do that or I did say I wanted to do that, right? Uh, So having somebody that's helping you to stay accountable And um, I think it's also just important to tap into yourself and have that self-awareness and just really know what drives you, what motivates you, what makes you tick, what pulls you down, what, you know, doesn't uplift your spirits so that you can stay away from those things that are not pouring into you and not, you know, uplifting you and really try and incorporate more of those things that make you feel good, make you feel inspired into your life. That could be watching people's. IG lives, that could be listening to podcasts, that could be um, watching a good show, you know, whatever it is that pours into you more, maybe try and incorporate more of those things and then have like those little trade-offs where, okay, if I watch this show or I listen to this podcast and I feel good, then I'm going to do X, Y, Z on my list, you know, or, and it could be your written list, or your list in your head, however you approach it. But I think it's just important for us to not really be super hard on ourselves, not even just at this time. Period. Overall. Because as we see, everybody who was doing such amazing things, they're doing this, they're doing that, they're flying here, they're flying there. Everybody's life came to the exact same screeching halt right now, right? So what does that mean? We are all human. We are all normal. And we don't have anything to prove to anybody because when it's all said and done, you might not have anything in your hand that you're trying to prove that anybody cares about. Because if you start talking about all your accolades and all these amazing things that you did right now in the middle of this coronavirus, nobody cares nobody cares so it's just try and have perspective on your life and how you show up and what matters to you because what matters to most of us right now is our health our family our friends and just being able to survive and make sure that we're just doing the best that we can to uplift ourselves mentally and not you know get like down on ourselves so it's just like while we're putting all this pressure on ourselves day to day, I bet there are people who right before this pandemic had all this weight on their shoulders about all these things they had to do. Where did that all go now? Mm-hmm. And could we control that? We didn't know that this was coming. So hopefully it just gives us all perspective that sometimes we just need to fall back and do what we can and not stress ourselves out about things that we cannot control.
0: Mm. Okay, with the word. What what are you doing? Like, what is your personal thing that, like, keeps you, like, encouraged? Is it a podcast or is it just going for a run? Like, what's your personal thing?
1: You know what? I'm one of those people who, for the most part, I stay encouraged. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I pretty much stay, like, ready to go. Um, so some of the things that I've just been finding myself doing is cooking. Um, And that may sound, but that's not, I'm not a cooker. I don't cook every day. This is the most I've ever cooked in life consecutively, right? But just being able to create something, going back to what I was saying before, I'm a creator. I like to create things. So being able to create something, even if it's just a meal, it just makes me feel accomplished. It makes me feel like I did something. And so then I feel like I can do other things, Mm -hmm. you know, like I feel like I can do more things. So um, cooking, I I definitely like going for a walk. I definitely like tuning into podcasts. That gets me hyped up, especially if somebody's talking about something that really resonates with me. It makes me feel like, oh, let me go and do this. I've been enjoying watching people's Instagram Lives as well. And just some of the the different content that's come out of these spaces, um, seeing people that I haven't seen before do things that I haven't seen them do before, uh, that's been encouraging. And just, I think also just thinking about like, what do I, what do I want? What do I want to do? You know, like, and if I want certain things, then I can't just sit around and expect that they're going to fall in my lap. So what am I going to do, even if it's incremental to get me closer to that space?
0: Amen. Uh, Yes. I mean, what a blessing to stay encouraged a lot, because I know as a person who is all into mental health and uh, advocating for people to really pay attention to their health, mental health, physical health. I'm like, mm-hmm. it is just super hard to stay encouraged. It's super hard for me to get sleep. I talk about it very often that this new insomnia that I ha- I'm having is like, Ugh. goodness gracious. Like, I just want to go to <laughs> bed, you know, but mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. good. And especially in cooking. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about <laughs> cooking for days. I'm cooking way too much. Um, yeah. But I want to play like a little game. And, okay. And, um, you know, I, I'm just going to go off the cuff with some of these things because I, lo- I just love the name Switch, Pivot, or Quit. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to give some scenarios. And okay. maybe you can give me the answer to either Switch, Pivot, or Quit. Okay. Okay. So let's go in your career. So mm-hmm. um, right now you have a manager or boss who's not the best leader. Maybe they are either – um condescending or negative or they're just not a very good leader. They don't put you in the best spotlight because sometimes you can have a really nice boss, but they mm-hmm. just lack some leadership in order to make you get to the next level or even share your ideas because I've, have seen it very often where you have some great bosses, but, um, they don't want you to share your ideas with the team until they go through them because one, they don't want to do the additional work. And two, um, they don't want you to sound dumb or quote unquote dumb or make them look bad, right? hmm So mm-hmm. um when you have a boss who lacks in leadership, you know, do you you know, what like what is your scenario there for people that you would uh give? Are we gonna switch? I are would we say it,
1: are we gonna pivot in, in <laughs> order? and you know what let me also say this before i give my answer yeah. when i created the name switch pivot or quit mm-hmm. it was more over, uh, uh, overarching thought mm-hmm. It was, it was more like taking action, more about doing something mm-hmm. collectively rather than one thing or the other. But I understand that people have connotations with each of those words. And so naturally, you want to identify what does one versus the other look like for you. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you guys that in general, it's more of a taking action type of idea mm-hmm. and thought process like, hey, what are you going to do? How are you going to move? How are you going to improve yourself? Get better? What whatever it is that you need to do to get to where it is you wanna be. But in this scenario, if we were using Switch, Pivot, or Quick, I would say switch Mm -hmm. and I would say switch because I would be thinking switch up your attitude and how you approach this person, how you deal with them, because you might need to manage up a little bit. You might also need to gain some different skill sets and tap into maybe like mentors or people who could be advocates for you within the company and just get some support in different ways, because we don't always know how to handle every personality that we encounter. But if we can tap into other people's knowledge base and understand maybe if they had dealt with this type of situation before, then maybe we'll have a better tool set to be able to handle this person. Because maybe this person is not, horrible as a manager maybe there's just some things that you could be doing that's different in order to net different results in your communication or your relationship with this person and that is me saying that from a growth perspective because the old me would have been like hell nah you need to this manager quit Da da but the reality is Sometimes this is a test. Sometimes this is something that you need to grow through, not go through, but grow through so that you can establish a different skill set, a different mindset, tap into something that you didn't even know you had before and that you didn't even know you were capable of, because you might need that later on in the future. If you run from everything, if you quit every scenario that feels hard or feels challenging, you're never going to grow.
0: That's a good one. That's a bro. And I love how you said to find some like alliances or like advocators in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a company because that is very key. And it may not even be someone who's higher up. It can be someone who's in the same position, but actually mm-hmm. is more connected to other people, you know, and I'm just yes. speaking from maybe my own experience right now, but <laughs> more um, situation um, and, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. Um, so relationships, okay. <laughs> this is where I get messy. Um, now this is <laughs> actually this is a really easy one. What if you are, okay, this is the Rona. Let's, let's, let's make it, uh, you know what they say pre Rona and after Rona, the current Rona. Um, yeah, you know, you are, you were dating someone before mm-hmm. and now you guys are one, you're not quarantined with each other and you're talking like. You know, like it's a normal, no, normal times, you know, uh, mm-hmm, maybe every mm-hmm. other day, check in a FaceTime, uh, but you're not getting a commitment. You're not growing closer and you're not growing further apart. What do you do in those scenarios? Do you switch? Do you pivot? Do you quit? Or do you just say, I'm just going to work on me. <laughs> I'm not saying that deep. that
1: doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, are you guys, Together, together, or are y'all just dating? Just dating. I would say you pivot, mm-hmm. and in the way that you would pivot would be to start dating and entertaining other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you could kind of see like, is this person, somebody that really means something to me? Do I really feel like we have something or was this just someone that I was passing the time with? And as we're in this Rona space, I continue to pass the time because it feels comfortable. What else am I doing? Right. Um, so I would pivot and I would start entertaining other people. I was definitely continue doing some of the self work. Um, and then I would also pivot in the way that I approached this relationship, I would pivot in the way that I engage with this person. Maybe I would look for some different things that we could do that are Rona related, you know, uh, so that we can either strengthen this bond or we realize that there's really nothing there. And when I say that, when I say look for other things that are Rona related, it's like. Maybe you need to be on Zoom calls and you treat it like a date night. You know, maybe before you guys would have a real life in-person date night, but okay, now you do a virtual date night. Maybe you guys play some games together via Zoom. Maybe you guys answer some questions or play a game that requires you to answer some questions that bring a little bit more depth to to the table so that you can see like, who is this person really? Because I think the beautiful thing about dating during Rona is that none of us have excuses about where we have to go and what we have to do time-wise. So you have a lot of time on your hands and with that time, you can really go deep with people if they're willing to go deep with you. And if they're not willing to go deep with you, then
0: that's a red flag honey so that's just my advice right (laughs) right i'm like we need a new color during neurona for the flags because like that's a different (laughs) level of like oh yeah i'm busy and there are people who are and and that's a whole thing a whole nother topic some people are actually busier with work because they're working from home and they don't have a cutoff switch or you know um depending on what position you have so some people are naturally busy but um, this is the time for time. This is really the scariest time to really see how good you were with time and time management. Like, mm-hmm. and, it's, and this goes across the board in your career, in your relationships, in your health. You know, like yeah. I'm sending, you know, yeah. an email like, can I get this done tomorrow? And it's because I know I'm giving myself time to after six o'clock, I am finished with work. Because I know that right. it's not that. If it's something that's a deadline you need to get done, Sure. But if it's like mm-hmm. research and things like that and get, you know what? Take that time, mm-hmm. you know, because you're- you know what? Mm-hmm.
1: It makes me think of this. Even pre-Rona, we would all say this. You make time for what you want to make time for. So nobody is that busy right now. The world is shut down pretty much, right? So the things that you would incorporate in your life that may have made you even busier before, You can't you just can't even do those things now. You can't go to the gym. So you don't have that, you know, commute time to the gym where maybe that would be time that you could be spending 15 minutes checking in with somebody or talking to somebody, whatever you your gym is in your living room now, probably. Right. So there's no excuse for certain things that may build in extra time within your day you don't have those excuses anymore you and not and not that there are always excuses but you don't have those options anymore so now you should have a little bit more time i don't care who you are and if you don't have a little bit more time you need to look in the mirror and check yourself and check what your priorities are because like you said there are times where you could tap out and say okay i'm done for the day but if you're dealing with a person who doesn't know how to do that or does not want to do that to me that's where you need to ask yourself is this somebody i want to have a long-term commitment with because i may never be a priority Mm -hmm. Mm, that might be a problem Mm -hmm. so i don't that's how i would be thinking yeah, no, that's that's it's true. But I'm mm-hmm. no relationship guru. Uh, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know what? You, you're sounding like one. We gonna. <laughs> but wait, and, and you're single. We gonna. You yes. know, I I, I I love to play matchmaker. I was telling you, I'm like, hmm, what do you like? Let me go and try to <laughs> <laughs> hook it up. I'm single. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay. He got to be professional. What he got? What, what What is his deal? Got to be.
1: Yes. See, I mean, he doesn't he have busy to be professional. Do, wait, wait, wait. Nasty. Hold on. He can't be too busy. <laughs> he can't be too busy. Now, don't be doing too much. He can't be too busy. He can't be the busybody. Mm-hmm. But um, I think one of my main things is I'm 5'7", so he just he has to be taller than me um, because me and my personality, I don't think we would work with somebody who's smaller than me. Um, you know what? That's, that's just one of the main a, things.
0: I'm 5'7", too, and um, I used to think that way. And then the people that I dated who were shorter than me, they just had such big personalities and they were just like about that. Like I'm like, yeah, maybe it's the whole Napoleon syndrome, you know? Yeah. But I've dated and, and now, I mean, I'm off the market whatsoever, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I, I don't know. It, I think it, it, it's not a deal breaker anymore, but I know it does feel, you know, it feels good when someone's taller than you and they just make you feel secure. But when I look yeah. back and I, as I go back into my relationship vault. I'm like, ah, he was, he was short and he was, but he used to, you know, whether they're standing on their money or whether they're standing on their personality, whether they're standing up on something else, you know, <laughs> it is it what works. it is. So <laughs> I don't consider that a deal breaker for me, but you know, okay, tall, we got you. I got you tall. And, not, and it
1: doesn't have, they don't have to be tall, tall. Mm-hmm. It could be like five eleven. Mm-hmm. you know, six feet. It's fine. It's just like, I don't necessarily think that, I vibe with the same height and somebody may hate me for saying that but Listen, it's okay it's we all have our preference
0: <laughs> no no it it, it you know because i when i do look back i remember being like
1: you're so cute and like exactly, exactly. look at your bite sized self you know Exactly! Wait, but then it is I know I would do that. <laughs> it
0: is something powerful about when you stand next to someone in a photo and you like <laughs> feeling like Kimora Lee Simmons back in the 90s, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> look at me, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, right. I'm the trophy. So, okay. All right. All right. I'm going to mm-hmm. black white. We got any just my last question. We, we have any preferences on race? Uh black, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, oh, black yeah. man. Okay. Yeah. Black man, yes. I mean no I'm just I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> that's that's my preference. Yeah. Okay, okay. So
0: let's move on to so that's in the relationships, which I feel like I probably want one more one more question, but okay, so health. You know, mm-hmm. where are we gonna switch, pivot, or quit? You know, right now people's health mentally and physically is deteriorating. Um, You mm. know, Governor Cuomo, if you're in New York, he is talking about, like, <laughs> depression is at an all-time high. My sister sent me, like, a screenshot, and it was like, are you depressed? Are you suffering with anxiety? Have you... Da-da-da? She's like, I I can check off everything on the list. She's like, am <laughs> yeah. I okay? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> None of us are, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you have to be, gracious you have to be kind to yourself, but... Mm -hmm. you know when do you what do you do 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 you switch pivot? period quit when you like every day
1: you're getting worse
0: you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what do
1: i would say i know where you're going with this Mm -hmm. and i would say quit Mm -hmm. and the quit looks like Quit expecting certain things of yourself. Mm. Quit dwelling on the fact that you're in this place and how am I going to get out of this place? Just start taking some action, like we talked about before, to do some things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. To create some things that you can get excited about. You know, I think that's why so many people are ordering up stuff online and everything. is like, ooh, a package. Ooh, this looks cute. You know, like it gives you some sense of excitement. And if your finances will allow it, do it. Do it. Do whatever you need to do right now, because these are uncharted territory and uncharted waters. We don't know exactly what we should be doing. So sometimes you just have to do what works for you and makes you feel good. But I would definitely say quit uh, because I would just I would just want to encourage people to quit participating in the thought processes or the patterns or the behaviors that's going to keep you stuck. Feeling in that negative place or feeling down or feeling like the world is, you know, against you or everything's crumbling and falling apart around Mm -hmm. you. I think sometimes, you know, I know that there are people who are clinically diagnosed with certain things even before we got into this space, right? But for those of us who weren't clinically diagnosed and may just be um, having these feelings and experiencing this as a sign of the times, I think it's, it's important for us to reel it in and check ourselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you may have to have that, that Issa conversation from Insecure in the Mirror with yourself like, check this out, homegirl, what you're not about to do? It's been another day sitting up here sad and soaking. What are we going to do today? How are we going to make this a better day today? Who can we call? Who can we tap in with? Can we go take a walk? Can we cook something that, that is healthy or that feels good for us or something that's bad and feels good for us? Some can we, can we try and fry some Oreos, deep fried Oreos, mm, you know, and we never did it before. <laughs> like what can we do that can serve us in a way that's positive? Tap in with yourself. I think I would say quit for sure. Quit the negative stuff. Yeah, I, I love that. The whole Issa Rae reference, because um, <laughs>
0: I, I forgot what book it is, but or I was reading something and there's a few things that's like that can really lift your spirits automatically. And I feel like that should be on the list. But another one actually is if you're on a conference call or if you're on like um, something that you need encouragement for that, if you mm-hmm. actually put your hand like a superhero and you do mm. talk, and you just do the whole conversation like that, or you go on like a, a, a pedestal or a stepping stool. Yeah. You are like way more encouraging. You have confidence, so it's kind of yeah. it's funny because I remember having, um, you know, a, a phone interview, and I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> looking, I'm like. Yes. And I have <laughs> creative and marketing skills and, you know, and I can and, and I, 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 I'm i going to do that easy thing because I know like as I've been expressing like my sleepless nights and mm-hmm. um, even today, you know, for this call, I was like, I cannot put makeup on. I could not, you know, I Mm -hmm. may or may have not taken a shower, you know, (laughs) like, um, you know, should I reschedule? Like I haven't slept. I have some other stuff to do, some editing. I have Mm -hmm. a call at one and two and I'm like, Mm -hmm. girl, if you don't push through the shit and make it look like none of this happens. And yes, and I can be transparent and share that with listeners Mm -hmm. and share that with you and have some grace in that, that point of time. But that pep talk is going to help you, especially when you look in the mirror and you you say like, "Get it together, girl," or put yeah. on that lip, you know. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. what, what did I do? I I gelled down my edges. I put my mm-hmm. glasses on because I my bags are so insane. Like it's Prada and Gucci up underneath the <laughs> face right now. <laughs>
1: You know, but, but I can't see (laughs) it because I
0: put my glasses on and I kept the lights very low in here. So, you know, know your angles. Like people always say, you always look so good and skinny. And I'm like. That's because I know my angles. I'm not going to show angles. you my gut, you know, you know, <laughs> going over, you know, I'm going to show you the top of my six pack at all times, That's hey, right? You know, my top pack. of my six pack, cause it's all, it, it key. It stays there, but at the bottom right. now it's fluffy because I eat carbs I'm the all the time. Way. So, and. We have to relate that back to ourself, like go in the mirror. And so like I do, I, I now I think I'm going to start using this reference, lay your edges down because you know, mm-hmm. your hair looks so different when you lay those edges down speaking yep. to, you know, my sisters who know about that, but like you mm-hmm. do just go and you go in your zoom call and you're like, Oh, okay. I don't look that bad. Or you put a lip on and
1: that mm-hmm. is the talk
0: that you do need to have with yourself and, whether even if it's
1: the little things Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. it's just like if it makes you feel better and if it makes you feel more confident then that's just what you got to do you know like i started to not do anything for this call too i was like okay my hair is done i did my hair Mm -hmm. but maybe i won't put any makeup Mm -hmm, on no mm -hmm. eyebrows or nothing like that and it's just like Girl, get it, Do it. Right, Why not? Right. What else do you have to do? Exactly. Do it. I, I <laughs> you know? did. Put in Sometimes some you got to check yourself.
0: Because I didn't want to scare you. I was like, okay, I have to put on some <laughs> eyebrows at <laughs> minimum because this is wrong. But sidebar, her hair, the color, especially as a person who is a fellow blonde girl, and this color is the, the continuous, the red yes. of gold that is in. These, I mean, it is amazing (laughs) the shimmer. Thank you. Like, oh my god, I cannot wait to be blonding out in the summer. I'm like, you will not see these black roots. But now I'm like, I got to give it up. Rona got me. I will have they'll be they would charge me full price. Like, listen, you don't have no blonde (laughs) left. This is not a touch up. This is a wrap. (laughs) This is a whole. This is a whole overhaul. But it's okay. You coming for it in the summer? You coming through? (laughs) Let's see. Okay, my last question is okay. Tell us about quit playing small. Like, what is that book about? Who is that for? As we as we put our superhero arms back to what, you
1: know, and talk mm-hmm. in the
0: mirror, what is quit playing small about?
1: So quit playing small is something that I came up with especially for the switch pivot or quit community, because I really encounter a lot of women who want to do things and a lot of people who want to do things, but in some way, they are holding themselves back. And we don't always know what that looks like. And sometimes it's the little things, the little things we're doing day to day. Sometimes it's the big things and you do have an awareness that you're holding yourself back. But I really just, in being the chief encourager, I really just wanted to create something that people could tap in with daily. So incorporate it into your morning routine. And if you don't have a morning routine, create one. It doesn't have to be super extensive, just something that you do for yourself before you get your day started. So I wanted it to be something that could... Kind of like that big sister pep talk, maybe that kick in the butt that you needed, maybe that reminder that you needed, maybe that uh, source of inspiration for creativity, like, oh, yeah, I did want to do this or jotting down an idea. So I created the Quit Playing Small book as something that could just really be small bits of inspiration daily. It's supposed to be used daily. And then I also created a workshop because companies were asking me to come in and present this as well. So I created a workshop that is centered around Quit Playing Small and the different steps that you can take to ultimately shine in your life. So there's the Quit Playing Small book that's on Amazon, and then there's the workshop. And I've been doing, since we've been in quarantine, I've been doing a couple workshops uh, um virtually. I was gonna say live, but live virtually. Right, 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 um, right, 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 right. <laughs> they're not recorded. They're they're me talking live and people have been enjoying them because one of my main things with offering these free quit playing small workshops is that It's not to say this is what you should be doing right now. It's not to create extra pressure for you or work that giving you work that you should be having on your plate during this quarantine. It's more so to spark something in you, to make you feel good, to maybe to get your mind clicking in the right direction and make you feel like, okay, I want to get off this workshop and go do something. I don't even know what it is, but I want to go do something. And it doesn't have to be that you create this checklist. It just feels good to start moving in the right direction. Maybe some of that motivation that we were just talking about earlier. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. I love it. You've been such a great host. I mean, a great, um, I'm, I'm tired. You've been a great, I'm like, I felt like you've been hosting it. I'm like, I would say co-host. I'm going to say guest, but I'm like, I thought we, you know, it just kept it light and casual, but also yes, just, I, I, it. I love the, the, the switch, you know, I, I'm going to just try to put that in my daily life. Like, is it, t- you know what? I need to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Gonna switch, I'm going to pivot and we're going to quit. And you know, and I love that you said, I'm going to, I'm going to grow through that experience. I love that because, um, mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> I'll just incorporate that one in my life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And so where can people find you? The podcast, learn more.
1: Um, they can go to ayanaangel.com that's A-H-Y-I-A-N-A angel.com everything's linked there you can follow me on Instagram at ayana.angel you can get the Quit Playing Small book on Amazon as I mentioned and the podcast is everywhere you listen to podcasts It's just you could just search Switch Pivot or Quit, Spotify, Apple all that good stuff is there and then I also have um, Apple has done this wonderful thing where they highlighted women who have podcasts networks yeah during the month of march and that was pretty dope so now when you go and let's just say you find the switch pivot or quit podcast on apple you'll see all the other podcasts produced by Maisie media as well which is really really dope especially as a black woman creator on that space because sometimes we just get overlooked mm-hmm. and so i thought it was really awesome to have this collection of women's podcasts that you can go to that are all connected to each other so that's
0: amazing check us out yeah yeah thank you so much i really appreciate that guys go and check out the podcast go and get the books plural (laughs) go and move to london because it's crazy in the u.s (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for having me i appreciate it likewise thank you so much thank you guys for tuning in and i'll see you next time bye